and welcome back to Perform Talks. I'm your host, Bethany Unwin. And before we get on with today's show, I just want to let you guys know that our free monthly online performing arts magazine is now available to download. All you need to do is head to pmag.co.uk or you can follow the link in our show notes to download your free copy of Performing Arts Mag. Without further ado, let's head into the show. So one of the most common questions that I often get asked is when people are leaving school or they've just finished college and they're wondering what to do next, what is going to be the most beneficial thing they can do to obtain a career in the performing arts industry? Now, for those of you that know me will know that I'm based in the UK. Um, So while our schooling systems may be referred to as something different, please don't let that throw you off this episode um, because hopefully a lot of the information I'm going to give will still be able to apply to you, um, even if it's called something slightly different or the qualifications are a slightly different name, um, you'll still be able to understand it and relate it back to, to your education system. But anyway, as I was saying, um, I get a lot of messages from people who are currently in school who've just done their GCSEs and they aren't sure whether to go and do a BTEC at college, whether to go and do A-levels or whether to pursue professional vocational training. Um, And then same when it gets to A-levels, really. I get another influx of questions when people have finished their A-levels do they go and do a degree? Do they go and do a diploma? Do they have a gap year? How will that affect what they're doing? Um, they feel like they're ready to audition. Um, all those kind of questions. So I thought I'd make an episode explaining the pros and cons to each different thing. Um, I'm not going to tell you one way is the right way because for different people and for the different routes it's on, and for the different journeys we all go on, it's going to be a different answer for different people. But this is why I thought I'd put this episode out of the things that you can consider um, when you're trying to make such a big decision. So first of all, before we get into the episode, I would like to say that when you're making these kind of decisions, you've got to do what feels right for you. Other people will often share their opinion and try and, you know, promote the school that they've been to or um, promote the journey that they've done because it worked for them. But that's great. But that journey may not work for you. And you have to recognise what is is capable, what is doable and what's going to work best for you as a person in the long run. So try and avoid any external opinions and I'm going to not try and sound biased to any of the different things because I did it one way, um, but that doesn't mean that's necessarily the right way. Um, And I think there'd have been lots of other things I'd have maybe liked to do if it had been eligible for me and worked for me. So hopefully some of this information will help you. So first of all, after people have left... Um, school so they've finished year 11 they've done their GCSEs they're not quite sure where they're going next so obviously we've got several different different options after school um you could go on to do a BTEC or A levels at a normal college 
um, and try and make sure that you pick subjects that are gonna that you're interested in that you're passionate about and that are going to help you get where you want to be and then some people are stuck between whether that's the option or whether they want to go down the professional vocational training route now the difference between and I suppose when you get to degree level as well when people are deciding whether to do a degree or whether to um at university or whether to go off and do professional training I think the major thing to remember is that the qualifications in this industry are not necessarily needed for performing so let me explain that basically when you turn up to an open call audition you have your performance CV and it says like maybe where you've trained and graduated from, but it doesn't say what qualification you've obtained, what your certification is, what grade you got. Nothing like that is on your performance CV. It's your height, your A, well, your playing age, um, who you're represented by, your headshot, your credits and all your skills. So there's actually nothing to do with your qualifications on your CV. So when you turn up to auditions, no one's going to know what you've had and what you've done and what you've completed and what level you're at. So if you're worried about getting in the room as a performer, there are no requirements for that. Now, the biggest requirement I would say in our industry is spotlight. So you have to train a professional vacation to get spotlight or several professional industry credits to be able to obtain spotlight and spotlight is the biggest casting directory in the uk and all agents will require you to be on that to be in this industry but that is the biggest requirement we have and again that doesn't take any level of certification or qualification to get that you just have to train at one of the set professional vocational schools or have gained several credits. So even if you don't go to one of the vacation schools, it's still obtainable to get Spotlight. You just have to have several industry credits first. So that can sometimes be a bit trickier. But other than that, Spotlight is still able for everyone to get their hands on. So I wouldn't say there's any specific requirements. Now, if you are wanting to do something after your performer career, Okay, and especially I'm talking within the dance world here, your career only lasts so long. Musical theatre and acting goes on a lot longer because there are different parts and there are different characters. But because of the intensity of being a professional dancer, most professional dancers retire between the age of 13 and 40 if you've had a really long and successful and wonderful career. You know, and some people, you know, do it for a couple of years and then fall out of it and fall out of love with it. And that's perfectly okay. You know, injuries happen and unpredictable things, especially when your body is your tool. So especially with dance training, I think it's important to remember you've got to think what you want to do after. So if you want to do things like dance journalism, where you're writing articles for a magazine or a blog or a company... Um, if you want to do things like dance and drama and music therapy, if you want to be a performing arts teacher, all of those things will require a certification and a qualification at a certain level, most likely a degree. However, again, another however, like I say, I'm going to be giving you lots of pros and cons to weigh up yourself. You can go back 
and a study at any point. And you will have that option to go back and train or go back and educate yourself in those areas whenever you need to. There's not a time limit on that. So especially with the dance industry, they normally say that no one older than 25 can come on the course. So if you suddenly decide once you've done your degree that actually you want to go and pursue performing, especially if you want to be in the dance world, it becomes a lot trickier. Because the intensity of the training and the physicality of it means that there are cutoffs for a lot of courses on age limits. I think that's starting to wean away a little bit now, but there are still quite a lot of age restrictions. So if this is something that you maybe want to do, maybe it's worth looking into whether you want to do that first and then go back and educate later because that is going to be an option for you. Now with that again... You know, um, like I said, the qualifications don't matter for you as a performer, but it's always good to have a backup, something you can fall back on. I suffered with a lot of injuries during my training um, that were completely unpredictable, that I'd never, ever been there before. Um, I suffered with illnesses, and it became quite worrying to me that I, I didn't have anything else, because once that happened, I was like, right, I literally have nothing else and I kind of lost my identity a little bit. So now that's why I make sure I've always got things happening um, and a person as well as a performer going on inside me the whole time. Because I was so dedicated for my craft, once that had gone, it was kind of, I was left in this like black hole, if you like. Um, I just, I didn't know who I was anymore and it was really sad and really hard. But that's a whole different um episode to kind of talk about but you know that's why I always make sure I've got something on on the side so I think it's important that we remember that and don't lose that um so you know if you're wanting to go and study but keep other options there or have a backup in place I think that's really really sensible um but with that (laughs) to contrast that again um you know when I was in I was in vocational training. The physical training was really tough. Um, but we still did do some academics. Okay. So at vocational training, I still for my I got a level six extended diploma um for my three year course. And some of the courses and certifications vary, so you may want to get like look into that. But I still did have a diploma. So now I could do a one year top up course online and get a degree out of it um, because it just needs a bit more theory. I've done pretty much all the practical stuff that there is to do. And that is the main difference that people forget about is vocational training is very physical. It is not like university. It is not the same hours. You will be doing eight till six, Monday to Friday, if not sometimes longer. And they will be practical sessions. I think only about two hours of that whole week where you're in eight or six every day, I reckon about two hours of that was theory and maybe going over the anatomy um, and looking into how to research and um, doing essays of different works and concepts and pieces. Um, And then we did do a final big project that we we had to do and that was 10,000 words um and we had to create our own our own piece whether that be a dance piece whether it be a piece of theatre um 
and we had to budget for it all and come up with a pricing plan and book theatre and you know crazy 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 like you would a dissertation but the thing is with a degree or a levels obviously there's a lot more theory involved there's not a hefty amount of practical there is a bit but it's nowhere near to the level of a vocational school the the physical training you get is a lot more in detail and the contextual side of it is a lot lot less so it depends what you're kind of wanting to do and what you're hoping to do then of course you know if you are really struggling to know which one or which thing you'd want to do I mean in the UK we have to stay in in education until we're 18 so you would have to go and do like college um either a BTEC or A levels or something to that description first or an apprenticeship but once you've reached 18 you are able to do whatever you like so if you are still unsure taking a gap year is not exactly the worst thing in the world you know it'll help you find who you are it might help you decide what you want to do being from in education from four to 18 they put a lot of pressure on you to know what you want to do and where you want to work and what areas you want to work in right the way from when you start school it works its way up to bigger and bigger and bigger pressure and then by 13 you've got to choose what you want to do with your life and choose your GCSEs which is ridiculous if you ask me but there we go and um, <laughs> that's the way it is um so when you get to 18 you might be a bit brain frazzled and that's okay if you don't know that's not a bad thing but take a gap year and decide where your passions are dabble in different things have a taste have an experiment of the things you might like to do and see which one really tickles your fancy you know don't force yourself into something because you think it's your only option give yourself that time and be okay with giving yourself that time you know I think there's a lot of pressure now of knowing what you need to do and knowing where you want to be and what you want to do and that's not the case you know most people fall into it or take years to know exactly where they want to be I mean I went to be a dancer you know a professional vocational college then I wanted to do more musical theatre and then I've come out and I've started doing acting work and I'm like oh acting's where I want to be you know so I love my dance still and I, I love it for me and I love getting to go to class and you know um love singing and doing all that musical theatre stuff and going and seeing shows but for me acting is where it is at the minute so you don't have to know it's okay you can dabble and work out what you want to do um and for some people it might be something different altogether um but you know just have that time and be okay with having that time if you want that time to kind of decide what you want to do and if you're really struggling I would advise it um and the other alternative is vocational training schools normally offer most of them offer a one-year course so where normally it'd be like a three or four year course they offer a one-year foundation course they're called foundation courses over here they might be called something different um, over in other countries but a foundation course is basically a one-year break-in it's help you get all your technique up and disciplines up to the same level across the board so like you're singing dancing and acting um depending on where you go sometimes you know if you go on like a classical dance one-year course it'll be like contemporary ballet and things like that but 
it, the aim is to get all your different disciplines up to a very similar level. Um, and then obviously, like the there's like this break in the timetable is not as long, so I think it's normally like an hour, maybe less sometimes than than the other schools. Sometimes they go on just as long, but for some schools, I think they do reduce the timetable down. Um, I think some schools always run a BTEC alongside it. So there's some kind of funding that you get from the government to help you um, be able to take part in that foundation course because there's not always a lot of funding for that. But I would highly suggest if you're not sure whether this is something you want to do, that is a great way to find out um, because it shows you the intensity. It shows you what your lifestyle will be like but without it being as full on as the three years don't get me wrong it's still full on it will not be the same as uni when you're only in two hours a week you will still be there majority of your days <laughs> um so it's still like a really great way to to break in and like a stepping stone before you go up to the three years um I did a foundation and it was a game changer for me personally because some of my technique I'd never done singing or acting before so I'd only had a high level in dance so I needed to get my two other subjects up to that level and it just affirmed to me that yeah this is what I want to be doing every day of my life so um that was a really great way and some people after that foundation course were like mm, I enjoyed it but it's not really for me and some people were like no I know this isn't what I want to do now but you know it was a year well spent kind of thing. So I think it's um, always worth doing. So if you're not sure, like don't push yourself to just go gung-ho and suffer for three or four years, you know. Um, make sure you try and find somewhere that's going to be right for you. And if you aren't 100%, that's okay. You know, it seems big and it seems scary. And we have to make a lot of decisions that maybe we're not sure on and we feel pressured to make. So give yourself an easier time of it and think about maybe a gap year or a foundation course. Now, I'm not going to sugarcoat anything. Professional training is hard work. It's really tough. And the people who are 100% all in still have their days when it gets really hard. And that's okay. But it's about whether you want to keep doing it. And when I was in training, I know that I remembered thinking like, wow, this is really tough. Do I want to do this? And I only had that moment a couple of times, but I always knew deep down that it is what I wanted. Um, but there was like one or two times when it was it was really hard. And I was like, do I want this? And I had to kind of think about it and it turns out I always did um but you know if you're not sure that's never that's never something bad you know it just means that you're you're checking in with yourself so just make sure you stay true to to yourself and true to what you want and um I've come out of the industry and I'm so glad that you know um I've come out of training rather and gone into the industry and I'm so glad that I stuck with it because it's the best thing in the world um, it's the best job ever. Um, and, you know, I never doubted that it would be because I was very grateful to be in training and getting to do what I loved every day. Um, but it's even better out there in the industry. So it's a lot of fun, but it's, I'm not going to sugarcoat it. It's hard work and you've got to be extremely disciplined. 
extremely resilient and extremely driven to maintain the level of training that is expected from you. Um, but, you know, um, it's it's not for everyone and it is for some people the perfect thing in the world. Um, so I would really have a think about w- what you want to do. Like I say, <clears throat> you know, with the A-levels, the, the degree courses, they give you qualifications. So if you want to go off and do things afterwards or you want to really go back up, they're great to have. But you can go back and study at any age. There is a lot of funding for things like degree courses, like student loans and things. But remember, if you earn over a certain amount, you have to pay them back anyway. Um, with vocational training, there's a lot more physical content you don't get the same level if you go to university as in the physical hours. Um, But you don't get as much contextual work. So you don't have as much to fall back on. But they never ask you for any kind of qualifications when you want to be a performer. Like I say, it will be what they see in the room on the audition day and on your CV. And on your CV won't say that because you'll have a performer CV with all the other things on, like your height, your skills and everything else. So it's not essential at that stage. And you can always go back and train on that later because especially with dance training, the age limitation is there. Um, there are one year foundation courses that you can do so you don't have to commit to the three year if you're not sure that it's what you want and they have a great break in. There's also things like a gap year once you've completed your college and your A-levels. Um, if you haven't gone off to performing arts college and you're not sure what you want to do, there's a gap year that's available you could take and just dabble and experience as much as you can to get an idea of what you would actually like to do without the pressure being there. Um you know, so there's a lot of pros and cons to every single thing. And I think it very much depends on you as a person as to what you want to do and what you're eligible for. Because obviously you can't go straight from school and go and do a degree course for three years. That's not possible. So you'd only be able to get a diploma. But like I say, I can top mine up with one year online because I've done all the physical stuff. I just need to do more contextual work. Um, so that's always there if I want to go back and do that, which I definitely will at some point. Um, your vocational training, you can go off and do that from 16. Um, but you might want to consider a foundation course, especially if you're living away for the first time as well. Um, and then there's things like A-level and college where you can go and you can dabble and you can experience these different areas and see what you might want to do further along whether you want to go and do a degree or whether you want to go and do vocational training um so there's lots of different options and no way is either one better than the other they're all there um and they've all got pros and cons and they all are going to sound amazing for some people and wrong for others so just weigh up what you think is going to be right for you and find what you're going to enjoy doing, and just be true to yourself, try and shut off all external voices, Um, and if you've got any worries, please know that you can message me, I get, like I say, I get asked this question an awful lot, and while I can't be the one to make this decision for you, which sometimes people want me to do, they're like, I don't know what to do, pick one, and I'm like, I'm not going to do that, (laughs) you need to be in control of that, but I can give you the things to consider, and really help you weigh up depending on what you want to do and where you want to go so I can kind of help talk you through it and make you realize what you want to do but I can't choose for you um 
But if you have any worries, please do message me. You can DM me on Instagram at the Performer Journals, or you can message me on TikTok at Bethany Unwin. There's also a Q&A box on TikTok, so if you've got any questions, you can whack them in there, and I'll reply with a video, um, which I know is more helpful for some people. Or alternatively, please feel free to email me at the. Um, my email is theperformerjournals at gmail.com and I will get back to you. So if you've got any worries, if your parents have got any worries, um, if you've just got a lot of questions, that's fine. People apologise to me all the time for asking me so many questions. Please do not apologise. That is exactly what I've set the platform up for. I can't guarantee that I'll reply within the first five minutes, <laughs> um, but I will always, always get back to you that is guaranteed. I never leave anyone in the lurch. I will always get back to every single person that messages me. Like I say, it may not be straight away, but I will make sure I get it done. Um, And I'm I'm fairly good with it, to be fair. Like normally within 48 hours, you'll have a response. So it won't be too long. Um, And sometimes I'm I'm, I'm free. (laughs) So it'll be within five minutes, but sometimes it won't be. Um, but I'm always happy to help. So if you really are struggling or worried or got any questions, please do message. Um, and I'm happy to support you in your journey. So I hope that this was helpful. I know it, it didn't shed a lot of light, but hopefully it just weighed up some of the pros and cons for you and maybe brought some things to the table that you're not really thought about or considered that might be right or wrong for you. If you enjoyed this episode, please do not forget to head over to iTunes and leave us a review. Um, It's just helping us reach so many more performers for free and really helping us get information out there. And lastly, before I go, I just want to remind you that we currently have a giveaway on at Performing Arts Mag on Instagram. You can go over there and find out how you enter and all the bonus entries. And if you haven't already, make sure you sign up to our free magazine, also at performing arts bag um and you can go on my bio at the performer journals on instagram to find that link or you can type in performingartsmag.co.uk and you will also find how to sign up there and the july edition is coming out on the first which will be thursday so you don't want to miss that next edition of our free magazine coming out you can just download it and have a look through it but it's completely free as part of making the arts accessible for everyone So with that, I'm going to bid you farewell. And just for me, please make sure you have a lovely, lovely week. You've been listening to Performer Talks and I've been your host, Bethany Unwin.